Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. I'm sure you've seen this where you've got two or three teens. They're in the same room and they're not talking. They're all just staring at the screen. They're hunched over. The cell phone is in their hand and they're having three or more independent conversations. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, who runs our parenting department here at Focus on the Family. And I'm sure you've seen that, Danny. On one hand, I mean, technology is so great. On the other hand, it really seems to be a barrier to interaction with those people that are right there in front of you. Well, there's some great things, John. It offers quick communication. It offers uh, opportunities for friendships across the miles, right? And other parts of the world, like never before. Yet we really tend to not be able to handle boredom now. We, we, if we're prone to boredom, we end up going to our phones many times, and it's hard for us to maintain conversations. And kids have told me that. They've said, man, what, what should I say or what can I say? What, what can I ask another person? And we've lost the art of communication, mm. the art of conversation, the art of the question, and we, we are craving wanting to be known rather than to know someone else. Yeah. And what I've noticed is that there are multiple conversations going on at the same time all day long. Yeah. And yeah. that tires our minds out. That tires me out just thinking about it. Let's go ahead, though, and listen to a singular conversation that Jim Daly and I had with Dr. Mike Bechtel, who talked about ways that you and I can use technology to help and not hurt us as we try to connect and maybe sometimes reconnect with our families. Let me uh, raise this topic since you mentioned teenagers. <laughs> technology. Human communication and now the the advent of technology and where that's taking us, um, what do we do with that? How does that help us? How does it hurt us? Technology is just a tool. And it's really easy to villainize it today and say everybody's on their smartphones or just playing their games. Even women will say that about their husbands. He's always playing video games. He's always just watching TV or something else. He won't talk to me or do those kinds of things. But technology, the, I think where we've gotten in trouble is it's a great tool for enhancing relationships but not replacing them, Re- not replacing communication sure. and relationships. H- how do you guard h- – how do you administer that? How do you make sure that you're in a healthy place and not an unhealthy place? Talking about it is probably the biggest thing because it's easy to let it become the villain when it seems to get in the way. You're talking to somebody. They're on their phone. They're not really paying attention. But to be able to talk about the purpose of our relationship – and the dynamics that make things work yeah. in our home or in our in those relationships. What would be some of the red flags? I mean, I, I can think of one because um, we're big on the dinner table. We're big mm-hmm. when we go out to eat that we we don't use technology. But it is, and it's not a habit that we have or a game that we play, but we'll notice tables at a restaurant where mom and dad and the kids are all on their smartphones. Yeah, They're not really communicating. And we try to say to our kids, if you look at that, what's happening in that picture? They're what, not loving on each other. They're not getting to know each other better. They're not What a great learning talking. experience for them. But that's one, that's a, you know, an obvious one. What are some others that would be the red flag for the family, that the elephant's in the room, but nobody's seeing it? I had a friend that said that whenever they need to call the kids down for dinner. Oh, no, don't that, tell me they, they text they, them. They have to text them. Oh, no. Because they have their headphones on, they're doing something else. If they yell up and tell it's them convenient. it's time for dinner. Okay, what's no sad about that is it's not that, it, you know, that I'm virtuous. I just never thought of it. That's a great idea. <laughs> there you go. But see, that, there's some things like that that we can use. I've got, I've got another friend that when he's driving home at night, he's got four kids, 
And so on his way home, he calls his wife and debriefs on the day. Yeah. So they use the technology during that time so okay. that when he gets home, he can go immediately to the kids, meet their needs. And he's already had that conversation with his wife. That's a great idea. And so it's a matter of using those kinds of things. And I think something as simple as when, when our kids are having a birthday party to not video everything. Because then they look up and they see all these faces. with They see cameras. They right. don't see people interacting with oh, them. Oh, man, we have made that mistake mm-hmm. all these years. <laughs> because you, you tend not to go back and look at the videos, but right. you'll have the memories if you actually connect with them. Yeah. I think we were ignored, though, taking those videos. Now that I think about it, I'm seeing the pictures in my mind. I think the kids were looking at their friends. They didn't care about the camera. Yeah. And so I think we miss some interaction because of that. That's, so. a, that's an interesting point, though. There's a great application right I, there. Well, I think one simple. of them is a simple thing would be that I've learned when I go out to dinner with my wife, I leave my phone in the car. I don't well, just, that's good. I don't just not answer it, and I let her know that it's in the car. Yeah. And the first couple of times it was a little terrifying that she would think, well, aren't you going to go get it? But it said to her, this is you and me right now. You have 100% of my attention. I've learned to do it in business meetings. I don't even take my phone in. Wow. That's a good idea. Leave it behind. I so appreciate the 100% attention thing. My wife used to hate it before she got a smartphone. You know, there were times when I would just kind of drift off, right? I mean, she's having a conversation and she's looking at me, waiting for a response. I'm sorry, what? You know, it was that that pause because I was elsewhere. And now she has a smartphone, so I have to sometimes just kind of sit and wait for her to finish her little conversation with somebody or that final text. Um, It really is hard to separate ourselves from our phones, but it's so important to be present, right? I mean, uh, that's what Dr. Bechtel was saying, is leave the thing in the car when it's time to uh, talk with your wife or to spend time with your kids. Uh, If it's an hour or two, you're not going to miss anything super important, right, Danny? I'm sorry, John. Were you saying something? Yeah, I was on my God. phone checking don't texts. Don't do that to I me. I don't know. There are a lot of texts here I needed to pay attention to. No, you're absolutely right. We we really, uh, it's hard to leave your phone behind. And sometimes we justify it by saying, well, I'm at church. What if an emergency happens? Or uh, we have young kids at home and need to be available to them. And we did survive for a long, long time without phones. It is so, um, it, one one way to show love to someone else is by paying full attention to them and listening to them with our whole being yeah. and being present. I love the word being. Am I really being with this person in front of me? And the way we can show that is by leaving our phones in the car somewhere else besides in front of that person. Sometimes it seems as, as though we're sh- trying to show that we are valuing them by putting our phone on the table. And, and really it's for our benefit to maybe sometimes check it instead. Mm-hmm. And it, putting it away from the conversation helps you be fully present in your mind as well. Yeah, that communicates something to our spouses and to our kids. What do you think about kids these days um, where the phone is ubiquitous? Uh, I mean, the interruptions are just constant. W- what do you think about the interesting that while we're talking about this, my phone rings? <laughs> I'm going to ignore that. What do you think generationally kids these days are going to have for issues when they become adults that you and I just didn't have? I mean, our parents didn't get interrupted when they were spending time with us. Yeah, we, the interruptions are, are endless now. And, and as, a, as a, our family, we, we talk about that. We, we talk about all the interruptions that come in throughout our mealtime, throughout uh, our family times together uh, while trying to do homework. 
uh, for the kids. Interruptions are always knocking at the door Mm -hmm. of our attention, and we get to spend it. Where are we going to spend our attention? And that's our decision-making. We have to own that. Sometimes we're so tired that we don't want to do that, and the phone is an easy option or television or some type of screen because we don't have to make many decisions there. We just go with it. Yeah. Now, I don't have too many of these spontaneous moments, but I'm just thinking one of my favorite memories uh, with my dad was when we were fishing on a lake, and Mm -hmm. he let me... He let me kind of handle the motor and steer the boat and um, at the end of that time. I wonder what my kids would say are some favorite memories. And so maybe you should ask your kids, what are some favorite memories you have so far? I'm guessing it's not going to be with a phone present in the room, right? What I've seen in my kids is when I look directly into their eyes as they're talking, they can see I'm with them. Yeah. And you can see that they, they feel valued. And it really bridges us like no other way. When I'm looking right into their eyes, not in a weird way, yeah. but they know you're I'm there with them. being present, what you're talking right. about. Well, technology, cell phones, laptops, video games, TV screens, uh, smart watches, all those things are elephants in the room. Dr. Mike Bechtel has really uh, assembled some great ideas for helping us as families to keep our priorities straight, to uh, keep the technology where it belongs. Uh, Get his book, Dealing with the Elephant in the Room, when you contact us and make a generous donation of any amount today, either a monthly pledge or a one-time gift. That'll be our thank you uh, gift to you for joining our support team. And we've got details about contacting us and about resources uh, in the show notes. Next time, more from Dr. Bechtel as he makes the case for increasing the face-to-face communication in your family. And right now, on behalf of Danny and the team, thanks for listening. I'm John Fuller. This has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.